Welcome to Building and Protecting Your Business Worth podcast. This podcast is about sharing strategies and ideas to help business owners build, protect, and transition their businesses for the future while creating more balance in their life. Your host is Thomas J. Perrone, CLU, CIC, and president of the New England Consulting Group of Guilford Incorporated, consulting business owners for over 50 years. Welcome to Building and Protecting Your Business Worth. Hi, I'm Tom Perrone, and I'm your host. And this podcast is all about learning strategies to build your business, to create greater profit, but to create also an abundance of leisure time so you can enjoy what you're building. Today, we have a wonderful guest, and I would like to introduce to you Kaylin McBee, welcome to Building and Protecting Your Business Worth podcast. Kaylin, thank you for coming by. Thanks for having me, Tom. I appreciate it. You have a nice story, and I want to share it with our audience. Um, And uh, I'll tell you what, tell us a little about your journey so far in your business. Absolutely. So I grew up in Maryland and proceeded to go to college in North Carolina and then came north to Connecticut where I went to massage therapy school. So 23 years ago when I graduated, which is hard to believe, um, I knew that I wanted to move into a full-time practice. And so I did that 20 years ago. It's again, it's almost unfathomable to think that I've been in practice that long, but um, the practice began in a small way and then continued to grow. And we were 12 years at our West Hartford location. And that was when it was just me. And then we continued to grow and I added one employee. And then in 2019, we relocated the practice to Newington. So we quintupled our square footage. And uh, now we have several therapists that are part of the practice along with an operations manager and um, we're in about 2,500 square feet. So we're in a, we're in a good spot. Uh, I, I forgot to really say that you own Balance Massage and Wellness Center in Newington, Connecticut. That is correct. Yep. That's where I'm you can put, find us. I'm going to put everything in the, in the show notes so people can find you and contact you and, and go from there. And let me ask you, I know you're involved with the community quite a bit. What ways do you support it? So just the nature of our work is supporting our community. Um, We provide massage therapy and healing energy practices, along with other education and yoga classes. So we are pretty much a one-stop shop for all of your health and wellness needs. So just by, um, by providing those resources, we really are supporting the community. But in addition to all of that, I'm very involved with several of the local chambers of commerce. So that helps me support other locally owned small businesses with mentorship and with resources. Um, And then in addition to that, we also regularly donate our time and other additional resources to organizations like our local high school and our library and sports teams and the local children's theater. So we really want to be a part of the community and we know that that means being involved so we're we're always very pleased to to have that connection you know i i, I talk to a lot of business owners that are very much involved in community 
And I always ask them how they're able to balance their work life with their personal and free time. Can you talk a little bit about that for us? Yeah, of course. You know, as a as a small business owner and an entrepreneur in the beginning, very candidly, it was difficult. You know, I was the everything for the business. I was doing the marketing and the social media and the bookkeeping and pay, you know, all the back of the house stuff that happens. And that was in addition to working with all of the clients. So now that we have continued to grow, I, um, I'm the first to admit that some of those things are not my favorite things to do. <laughs> and I'm certainly not a master of all of those. So knowing where my strengths lie, I've been able to delegate some of those tasks out. You know, streamlining some of those operations does help to free up my time to have a better balance in my life. And, you know, um, I get this question quite a lot, you know, how often do you get a massage? <laughs> So getting regular massages, I get a massage every two weeks. I really put an emphasis on exercise as a part of my good work-life balance. That's good for my body, but it's also good for my headspace. You know, we try to take reasonable vacations and there's just other self-care activities that I do to help to refill my bucket. Because at the end of the day, I, I really am a caregiver for all of my clients. I provide a resource for them. And if I continue to ladle out my bucket, um, by helping others and and I don't ever refill it, then then I'm then I'm no good to anybody, to myself or to anybody else. So having that work life balance is really important and a top priority for me. Yeah, you're you're like you have to take care of yourself to take care of your clients. I get that. Um, yeah, absolutely, because you got to be smiling every day you go to work and feel good about yourself. Yeah. Uh, well, here's a good one. Um, what are the things that you think you did? to create the success you've had in your career? Well, I certainly feel like one of my strengths is connecting with others. And as a business owner, um, there are lots of ways to grow the practice. And, it, and industries are different. So certain industries have a really high hit list with you know print advertising, or maybe they... Um, can sort of buy their way into things. But in our industry, the strengths that I bring are networking with others who are a part of the health and wellness industry or can help um, bring clients and, and grow the practice. But it's really about connecting with my clients themselves and being able to listen to what their needs are every day that they come in um, on an everyday basis. So, you know, even if I have a client that I see once a week, every single time they come in, I ask, how are you doing today? What are some areas that we might want to work on? How can I serve you? And I think that that strength and that connection with my clients and with other business owners has been a real asset to the growth of the practice. Yeah. And you know, you're right. Cause it really, at the end of the day, it's really relationships. If they trust and like you, um, that's where they're they're going to go to you because of that, and that create creates not only a better relationship, but you need the relationship to to get there, you know. And that's yeah. that's really cruel. Um, what are the as a businesswoman, um, Kaylee? What are the key issues that you feel you have to stay up on all the time? Well. Um... 
I guess from an in from a specifically from a massage therapy and wellness center aspect, I need to make sure that I'm paying attention to are there modalities that I think our clients would be better served by? Is there additional continuing education or training that I can help to serve them with? Um, you know, now um, business was different when I was just a sole practitioner, but now that I have employees, I need to make sure that I'm staying on top of some of the human resources issues. Mm-hmm. There was a change that happened fairly recently in the state of Connecticut where employees now have the option to have um, paid time off for injury or illness, or if they're caregiving for somebody else. So I had to sort of make myself the human resources director and learn about what that process looks like. So, you know, having employees staying on top of all of the requirements to make sure that I'm compliant and also supporting what their needs are. I think, you know, those are, those are some of the aspects. Yeah, you know, this this is this is the difference between working in the business and working on the business. The working in the business is really fun because you're doing what you do best. Mm-hmm. Working on the business is very difficult and boring, but it is what it is the one ingredient I call the plan of details that makes the difference in the value of your business and how you're growing. Unfortunately, it's boring compared to working on your business or working in your business, rather. So I get that. And I get the, the human resource part of it is a, along with a lot of other things, is, is not what people that go in the business want to do because they go in the business because they have a, a talent somewhere, you know? Right. If I, if I wanted to be a human resources director yeah. and that's where my strength or my lane is, then I would have, that's the industry I would have gone into. Yeah. You would have gone right there, right? Right. Um, Let's talk about some things that um, kind of are interesting. Um, and the question is, what is the one thing that you wished you had known before you started your business career? Wow. Um, it is a while. Yeah, I know. Yeah, that's a so one thing that I wish that I had known would be... Um, I guess it would really, for me, be more just knowing that I would have to have such tenacity. And I, I think I think one of the reasons that I am a successful entrepreneur is because I just have a get-or-done attitude. And if plan A doesn't work, then okay, well, I thought that was going to work, but it didn't. So what's plan B? Okay, plan B worked, great. Or if it didn't, okay, well, then what's plan C? So just really having the wherewithal to just it's it's just that uh put keep putting that one foot in front of the other and sometimes there will be lots of side steps that you have to take in order to continue that growth or to meet a particular goal but um but I think I think I had an inkling of it but I don't I don't think I realized how tenacious I would have to be. To well, you know, you bring up a good point because people don't think that way when they go in the business. They say, hey, I know how to do this, that, the other thing. If we get enough people in, we'll do it. Little do they go into the intangibles of a business, which really makes your business, those intangibles, being tenacious, staying with it, not giving up, that kind of stuff. And you're absolutely right. That's an interesting answer. But it, I could see where it's a common answer if you start really thinking about it. Um, 
I, 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 what advice would you give some others who want to pursue a career like yours? Well, I would encourage them to start making connections with other business owners. Um, if specifically, if you're looking to go into massage therapy or into the wellness industry in general, create relationships with other like-minded people. So they don't necessarily always have to be in the same industry. I mean, those, you know, people like chiropractors or physical therapists or, um, you know, talk therapists are great referral sources for me, but it's more about connecting with other positive business owners, those who are open and willing to share their lessons learned uh, perhaps even connecting in a in a specific or in a casual way with a mentor who, you know, sometimes as a solopreneur or entrepreneur by yourself, you have a grand idea in your head and it sounds amazing and you go to execute and you think, well, that certainly didn't work the way that I thought yeah. it would. <laughs> it's been helpful to bounce that idea off of another person. So, um, so my advice would be to really start fostering and creating those relationships with others who perhaps you see that they have success. And people define success in lots of different ways. Some some define it in a financial way. Some define it as a great work-life balance or, you know, doing uh, work that's important to you. So, um, so that's probably the piece of advice that I would give is, is to make a connection either with a mentor or other people that you want to emulate the success that they are having. And and what what uh, myth would you like to debunk about your profession or industry? Well, there's probably quite a few. Um, we are certainly getting better, but I guess an, an initial myth that I dispelled more so years ago than now is that um, that massage is just sort of frou-frou and it, it doesn't really have an effect on people or that it it is something that you only perhaps go to a spa to get a Mother's Day gift certificate once a year. Um, you know, massage therapy really has started to, people have really started to understand that massage is a part of your health and wellness plan in the same way that eating well is, in the same way that moving your body with exercise or walking or you know movement in some way in the same way that sleep is is crucial to your health. So so one of the myths that that I like to dispel is that massage is is just um it's sort of frivolous and and I really don't think that I, I think it's um as important to be in touch with your massage therapist as it is with all of your other health and wellness team. Yeah. Yeah. I think you're, that's a, that's a good answer. Cause I, I think some people in their own heads define what you really do by uh, it's like why people cut the end of a ham off. Right. That kind of thing. Cause my grandmother did it. Right. Same right. thing in your profession. So here's my last question. Cause we have about another minute or so. And it it's basically, if you were in my shoes, what question would you ask yourself that I didn't ask you? Oh, boy. Um, well, maybe what we've got coming up. 
some some interesting things that are sort of on our horizon. What does that look like? Um, we have a great event that's coming up in May. I'm not sure when this will be broadcasted out, but we're really happy to talk about our Women's Wellness Summit. And that's going to be at the end of May. And uh, one of my coworkers and I have co-created this event to help support women's wellness topics. So we have speakers and healthy activities, and it's a it's a great way for education and for self-care and rejuvenation. So I guess maybe the question is, what are you excited about that's upcoming? And, and that's what we're pretty excited about. And, and that's, a, that's a great answer. And, and it, it, if you would do me a favor, Kaylin, send to me, uh, hold on one second. If you send to me that information about the event, I'll get it in the show notes, okay? That would be terrific. Yep, I'm happy to send you a flyer. We're, we're really excited about it. Um, I'm going to, uh, I, we're, we're just about out of time, but I wanted to thank you for um, taking the time and coming. And I'm going to make sure we have all of your um, show notes available, contact information, so people can contact you. But thank you so much for taking the time. Thank you, Tom. I appreciate you asking. And, uh, and I really am grateful for you. Thank you, Kayla. Well, I want to thank everybody for tuning in and listening. It was a good show today. And uh, if you would help us out by subscribing, click a like. Uh, if you have any ideas or thoughts that you would like to share with us, please email me at tperone, that's P-E-R-R-O-N-E, at N-E-C-G-G-I-N-C dot com. And if you are a business owner or you know business owners that would like to participate on our show, certainly let me know. We certainly welcome everyone who is a business owner to help people out there that are running businesses with great ideas and strategies to make them successful. So again, thanks for tuning in. I certainly appreciate it. Thank you for tuning in. Whenever you're ready to grow and protect your business while creating more balance in your life, here are three steps you can take. One, subscribe to this podcast. To request a free copy of Tom's newly published book, Unlocking Your Business DNA, email Tom at tperone at necgginc.com. And on the subject line, type DNA. Include your mailing address. And thirdly, take the one-minute scorecard and report to see how efficient you are in your business planning. Email tperone at necgginc.com and request scorecard. For additional information, click the show notes.